You've now locked into Living Blessed, the podcast, where we're talking the highs, the lows, the darkest moments that we've all hidden from the world, and everything in between. This is the moment of truth. This is why we're living blessed. And now, your host, Jovan J. Palmer. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Living Blessed, the podcast. I'm your host, Jovan J. Palmer. And as always, we have special guests who come on the podcast, tell transparent moments, and they also tell you how you two can get over it. So I got my boy Trey in the building for the What's second good? time around. Yeah, we back again <laughs> we this back time. Again. <laughs> last time, <sighs> the camera was blurry. Man, but I'm glad, blurry. though, because I'm able to say like more yeah, yeah, than yeah, I yeah, had yeah. last time. For sure. And I actually sure. got a new fit on it. <laughs> okay, so you know how podcasting goes now. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So Trey, man, um, let's get into it, bro. Um, tell them about yourself, where you from, okay, and cool. all that good jazz, man. We just gonna jump into it. Natural conversation as always. Okay, cool. So my name is Travion. I'm 18 years old. I'm a YouTuber and graphic designer. I go by Roy Travion and Royalty Made It. Royalty Made It is actually my graphic design business. So I started that roughly a year ago, March 13th, 2020. Um, and ever since, I just been learning and growing. Word, 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 man. Appreciate you coming through. Um. I'm glad I caught you while you were in town. Yeah. Because um, I was about to re- release your episode on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the foot. I said, yo, this joint is blurry. It's, it's a coincidence, though. Because, like, <laughs> when you sent it and you was yeah. like, when the next time you're going to be back, I'm like, I'm actually going to be back this week. So uh-huh. it's good that we was able to catch each other at this time. Yeah, for sure, man. So it's divine con- um, connection, intervention, all that good stuff. Right. So, man, um, let's talk about it, man. So you're living in Delaware right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm moving to ATL soon. Moving I got to ATL to. soon. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's coming today. Yeah. I mean, it's only right. Um, it's a great place to be. Um, I've grown so much as a human being since being in Atlanta. So I know um for somebody like yourself who's young and ambitious, because I've seen you in action. Right. Um, like your networking skills are crazy. Yeah. Um, your work ethic is crazy, and you're only 18. Yeah. Sometimes it shocked me like uh how much that I've done, but also at the same time, actually this month, I feel mm-hmm. like Every time around this year, like you start reflecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I've been doing lately. Like, okay, so like I feel like I have been moving and growing and like, you know, building connections, but I also feel like I have a lot to work on. Mm -hmm. Um, And lately, this whole month, I've been realizing uh, the end of last month, starting up until now, October 16th, like I've been realizing, you know, it's time to really start taking things to the next level. as of right now, I feel like I'm an action talker mm. and not an action taker. So, right, so slow down, slow down. What's an action talker versus an action taker? Um, because that's deep and dope. Like I said, I you're a very wise kid, right? To be 18, because some of the things that you you say, I would have never imagined to say when I was 18 years old. I was, <clears throat> excuse me, I was just really just trying to figure it out. And I feel like you're so ahead of the game at mm-hmm. 18 years old. Um, go ahead and talk about that. A lot of times I'll say like, oh, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. I feel like I don't have no real goal right now. Mm. Like I'm just doing things, but it's not, I'm not reaching to a specific and targeted goal. So okay. like right now in June, I promised myself as soon as I graduate, I was gonna do everything that I wanted to do. You feel me? Since then I have been doing that, but I also feel like I've just been running around in the same circle and like my whole day, every single day I'm repeating the same cycle. It's like, I'm not really growing or targeting any real growth. Mm. Um, Right now, with like my business and everything, I feel like I should have been moving and like doing things and it could be at a better position right now. And what I mean by me being an action talker rather than an action taker, a lot of times I say I'm gonna do something and then I kind of get in my own head and I'm like a prisoner in my own mind Mm. because I just sit there and like, I stay stagnant and I overthink it too much. And now I done missed the opportunity where I could have already progressed by then, if that (laughs) makes sense. No, 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 that's, that's deep. Um. What makes you feel that way at 18, though? Because if you let somebody who's probably twice my age and you tell that same thing 
their response to you is going to be, oh, man, you got so much time, man. What you in a rush for? Right. So my question is what they were. I'm going to pose the question as I was twice my age. Like, mm-hmm. what, what's the rush? Or why do you feel like you need to be in a specific place right now at 18? So, yes, people do say, like, you do have a lot of time, but you never know when that day may come. And, like, that's that last time. So I just feel as though you got to do everything today. Like a lot of times I told myself I'm going to do this tomorrow, but how would I know if I'm going to be here tomorrow? So I just feel like I need to start working on the things that I say I'm going to do. Um, lately, like I said, like with me reflecting and stuff, I realized that I need to move with way more integrity and way more discipline um, and be consistent with what I'm doing. Because right now in my business um, over the past year, I have been doing things as far as like, you know, um, I haven't been promoting my business and I know that nobody's going to promote you like how you promote yourself. So it's like you have to push forward and keep doing things that you need to do um, because nobody's going to do it for you. You're Nobody's going to save you. Nobody's going to like get you out of the circumstances that you're in. And a lot of times I tell myself like, you know, um, I can't overcome any obstacle that I face, but I have to move and take action in order to do that. I can't just sit there and like overthink it. You have to just keep going. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> That's a mouthful. So for you to say something like that, have you experienced in your lifetime some type of loss or just something that kind of have you thinking that way? Or what is it that has you thinking that way at 18 years old? Because a lot of 18 year olds really yeah. just think about just partying, chilling. And right now we're in this content creation space where like, you know, TikTok is famous, right. Instagram is famous, Snapchat is famous. So everyone's trying to be like the next big influencer, but it doesn't seem like that's the direction you want to head or the path that you want to have for your life. What's like, what is it? Like, is it something inside of you or something you've experienced that's have you thinking this way? So you said, um, have I experienced some type of loss? Um, I don't know, but I like went to some sort, some sort of therapy mm-hmm. and they were telling me like, you know, you have a fear of loss. And I feel like I do with my clients. Mm-hmm. I always feel like I need to keep working or I need to like overextend myself and spread myself thin to them and to like family and to everybody else that I'm not putting no love or any attention on myself. So they said like, I have a fair loss and I feel like I do. Um, I feel like I have to overextend or put more work as every other than everybody else, because I don't know, I just have like some fear of loss. And I would say that have to do with like trauma and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, my father, he wasn't really around. Okay. So I would say that's like a part so of you it. you feel like you're trying to reach for something that you've lost in your dad. Yeah. You don't want like, since he kind of walked away or whatever the situation may have been. Right you feel as if like you don't want to like lose another person that you've gotten close to. Right. Mm. And so like a lot of times, um, like I intentionally like start shrinking away from people or I won't, I'll like, I don't know. I'll stop talking to them for certain reasons. Like when I'm going through my own things, meaning like a mental battle within myself, I kind of push back from people. So I'm not sure if you noticed, but I haven't really been posting on social media like that. And like, yeah, yeah, I haven't really been posting on social media. And that's just like a pattern that I see in myself. Every time I'm starting to go through like a mental battle within myself or I'm overthinking too much, I like back away from people. I won't talk to people as much or I won't reach out to them. I won't post on social media because it's like I'm going through my own personal thing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's something that I need to work on. um, And I just need to be like more vulnerable and everything. So like. These are the things that I've been reflecting on lately. And like, this is way, it wasn't as deep as it was right now. 
in the last episode that we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think we've mentioned this, so let's talk about that. Uh, because I feel you on that whole distancing yourself and you're feeling the good thing is you're self aware about what's going on inside of you because a lot of people aren't. Mm-hmm. And people will continue to go on and continue to progress and try to, well, not continue to progress, but try to progress. Yeah. In the state that you're in right now. Right. And understand what you're going through. So how do you know when these triggers happen, when these moments are happening for you? Like, what does it feel like? What is it like? You know, what are you sensing in yourself? What's going through your mind and stuff like that? So I noticed like a lot of things like with patients, I noticed with everybody, like the littlest thing after a while, somebody keep repeating the same thing or like, uh, okay, so this is what I would say. Like Mm -hmm. before I started business, what I would have told myself then is to heal before starting a business Mm. or heal, but like heal while creating that platform. Cause right now it's like, I'm trying to heal, but it's like, I have no time to really, really heal. Like I, I keep reverting back to I, I grow and then I take 10 steps back. Yeah. So it's like right now, um, as we talk about UX, what was my drive? I feel like my drive is like taking care of my family and being like a leader and overcoming obstacles and challenges and generational curses that we have had. Like um, just people, I noticed like certain people in my family, I'm not going to name anybody because yeah, like no, I don't want to no, offend, no. but like just... I notice people have goals and different things and they don't fully get to where they could have been because it's just like, I don't know what it is. It's just like, we don't never get to the next step. And I want to get to the next step. I don't want to just make it this far that I'm currently at and then just step down and start working a regular job. Not that there's a problem with one, but I just want to really live out my dream and really put people on and really like make an impact in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Another I've mouthful. been having too much to say. Like, Clearly, like, nah, because you, like, I want to step, I want to just touch on something. You said heal before you start a business. Yeah. Like, expound on that because I feel like so many entrepreneurs really need to hear that from somebody like yourself mm-hmm. talking about healing before starting a business. Because I don't know, I don't know, I think we're connected sometimes. Because I was yeah. literally thinking about that, like, you know, like, dang, Jay, like, should you have started your business and you're still going through your traumas and stuff like that? Right. But you're saying heal before you start a business. Why? Um, more so because I noticed that it's starting to reflect in mine. Mm-hmm. It's been reflecting in mine, but it's get it get like worse and worse. So whatever you're going through in your personal life is going to reflect in your business. So how can you operate in a real substance? Like, how can you make your business sustainable if you haven't healed? So if you lack communication, which I know I do um, sometimes, if you lack communication, if you lack um, patience and like integrity and discipline, it's going to all reflect in your business because that's who you are behind your business. So so a lot of us, not I'm not going to say a lot of us, me, myself, I try to cover myself up with like the things that I've done in my business. I try to cover that up as to who I am and that's not who I am. Mm. <laughs> Dang, man. <laughs> <laughs> Try to so you use your business as a cover up for who you are. Yeah, you've done that before. So, so we say yes. And why do you feel that you use the business to cover up for who the true trait is? Because I'm not fully healed. So it's like you're gonna use anything to make yourself look good or sound good. Um, and like I don't fully know myself. <laughs> so God, I man. just know like as an 18 year old, I know that the things that I'm doing right now, I'm kind of I'm not putting my all into it. I listen to Eric Thomas and like 19 keys. And these are different things that I'm learning. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, all right, like you're doing 
stuff, but you're not really doing enough. You're not gaining any growth. So I know that um, this was something that Donnie and David talked about on a podcast where they were saying like you like being a leader and different things like that. So a lot, everyone doesn't want to lead, Thanks. but I know I want to. And I know that um, I can't be a leader with no discipline. I can't be a leader with no integrity. I can't be a leader with um, inconsistency, lack of communication, patience, all of those things. So I have to work as that. You can't lead and have people following behind you and you're not like effectively growing or progressively growing every single day. Yeah. Cause then it's going to be the blind leading the blind right. and everybody's just going to be in scrambles. Like we're not going nowhere. We just all right here. Like you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? So yep. I'm just learning that I really need to start focusing and really um, let go of things that um, just isn't me. Like let go of characteristics um, that, that stunts my growth yeah. and different things like that. So, I feel like I want to go like to road therapy, like on a consistent basis and mm-hmm. really grow. Cause a lot of times I hold like resentment and things from my past. And when I'm looking at it, I'm like, this happened to me when I was like six yeah, yeah. and you still holding on to this year 18. Like it's kind of time to really heal and get over that stuff and get over those hurdles because that's what's really holding me back. And that's what's stunting my growth. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I don't know. But I've been having a lot to say that and this is what I'll be doing when I'm not on social media or when I get really quiet and I stop reaching out to people or like mm-hmm. I just straight like distance myself away from people. And it's not because of them, it's really because of me and I know I have I have like things that I need to work on. Yeah. And these are the things that I'll be thinking about when I'm really silent. <laughs> and I'm like real quiet and in my own head, like this is what I'm thinking about or what I need to work on. So what are outside, you know. What are some of the traumas that you've gone through that you feel is causing these, you know, mental breaks, these mental hiccups and stuff that you're going through that's stopping you from really progressing past this point where you are now? Um, so I'm not really sure exactly what everything is, but I know like my father not being in my life, that's a main part of it because it, it feels it feels like I don't really know my full self. Mm. And like I see him in the mirror sometimes and it's like I don't want to be that person not to like, cause remember, like I said in the last podcast, like you were asking me, what was my drive? I didn't know at the time, but I feel like now I know, um, my mother, she always said like, if she won the lottery, she would put her whole family like in a gated community and we all live by each other. Now I wouldn't personally do that. (laughs) (laughs) I like my own space, but I definitely want to put like my family in position to like, you know, live the way they want to live yeah. and have opportunities of their own. Um, and then just her, like she's always been a hard worker. Um, when she was, when she told me that she was working at White Castle as a teenager, mm-hmm. I think like in her early teens, that's what motivated me. I was trying to get a job at McDonald's when I was, uh, when I started to hit that same age around like 13, 16 and things like that. When I started to hit that age, I'm like, I want to get a job just how you did. And she was like, oh, you don't need one. Cause like, my, I wasn't spoiled as a kid, but, and a lot of people would say in my family, like, oh, you spoiled, but I was never spoiled. Was taken my, care of. Yeah, I was just well taken care of. And my stepfather and my mom, they just always made sure that we, like me and my stepbrother, we always had something like that. We had sneakers and we had clothes and different things like that. Mm-hmm. We were able to experience like high value things, but it's like a lot of stuff a lot of that stuff that we were presented to, we don't even care about it. Like, I don't care about sneakers. I don't care about, like, I'm not fascinated with money. I just like the comfortability of it um, and different things like that. Like, I've been there and done that. And so, like, I just know, I feel like right now, like, like all of the stuff, like your business, money, 
all of the, all of those things, those glamorous, like flashy things, like that doesn't mean nothing because you could still be a messed up person. Yeah. And so, like, if you a messed up person, all of that stuff like cancels out. It don't matter how much money you got, how many cars, clothes, any of that you got. It matters about who you are inside, like internally. <laughs> Trey, Trey, Trey. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you, man. If all of that was taken away today, your business, um, the livelihood that livelihood that's been provided to you, mm -hmm. what would you have? I would have to work on myself. Like I would have to really, like really work on myself. Like let go of all of those distractions. Not even worry about the loss. Because like I said, I do feel like I have a fair loss, mm -hmm. and so I would have to really, like, really, really work on myself. Like yeah. go deep down inside and really understand what caused these certain things in my life. Because it's like I I'm always constantly thinking of things that happened years ago, and it's like it should be no reason that you really focused on that right still trying to move forward like you can't move forward if you're still thinking about the past right right and dwelling right. on the past so yeah i would really have to really focus on myself and like just like go deep inside and just be become a more evolved person mm -hmm. <laughs> so you mentioned therapy um that you've gone you know on an inconsistent basis and now you kind of want to consistently go to therapy what do you feel that you can learn about yourself through the process of therapy? And um, when do you want to actually get started with it? Um, I want to get started with it as soon as possible. I just don't know where to start. Okay. Um, I haven't mentioned it to my mom because, like I said, like I do step away from people and like I straight like I distance myself from my family and friends and like business people that I work with and like my business, like I don't really communicate as well. And so I, I haven't mentioned that to her. Like I want to go to therapy and mm -hmm. really just <clears throat> heal and like really talk things out. I feel like right now, like I'm kind of talking it out because I don't, I keep everything inside. Yeah. Um, and I know if I were to speak to somebody privately about certain things that I experienced, like I would be able to remember it and see exactly where that, they would help me identify and remap my brain on like where these like potholes started from, if that makes sense, like mm -hmm. the lack of communication, um, just having a fear of loss, talking to people. I'm a, not talking to people every time I'm going through something like those key things. I feel like that would really help out if I tell somebody exactly everything that has occurred. Got you. Got you. Man, you have <laughs> so much <clears throat> to offer at 18 years old. You have so much that's going to be mm -hmm. in front of you. Right. And I feel like for me, I love, you know, I'm an advocate for therapy. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, crap. Um, you have so much to offer. You have so much that you can get to. You have so much you can go through, grow through. And it's like, I commend you at the age of 18 for wanting to go to therapy. Cause I said 18, I had never thought, mm -hmm. Jovan, go to therapy. Right. Like you've gone through this at 12 years old. You need to fix this now. Like, dude, your mom has had to be very instrumental. Your dad, stepdad has had to be very instrumental in the upbringing of you because 18 years don't think the way you do. I worked with so many teenagers throughout my life over the past five years, mm -hmm. being in the social work field, you know, doing therapy and stuff like that. I've never heard a kid talk like you talk. Right. And I had to realize that, like, I used to always feel like the the left out one out of, like, friend groups and different things like yeah, that. I feel like that, too. Yeah, like, it's like you feel like you're the outsider because, mm -hmm. like, you don't think like them or you don't, um, 
like you don't relate to them in certain yeah. ways and you don't have to because you're your own person and you mm-hmm. don't have to fit in with everybody. Right, it's right. The, it's a reason why you don't fit in with them. Fact. So I just know I want more for myself. I know there is more for myself other than overworking myself. And before we had talked about like setting boundaries and different things like that, that's also yeah. something that I have a problem with. I feel like I have... Um, I, I feel like I lost my voice in a way. Mm. Um, in the past, when I was a kid, like I was always told to like speak up because I always talk like really low, mm. and so like, and I'm very reserved and nonchalant. I don't really talk, and like, like I said, remember on the podcast last time, yeah. Um, I was like, my father and my mother, they're going to be like, you don't talk this much. <laughs> you do not talk this much. Even in my family, they're going to be like, you do not talk this much. Like, yeah. <laughs> you be saying, you say all of this, but like, you don't say it to us. I so, feel you. I'm the, I, I don't know what it is, but I feel you a thousand percent, bro. Yeah. I feel you all the way. <laughs> so like, I just know like I have came very far. Um, I made a way for myself, mm-hmm. but I know in order to keep going, like I have to really overcome these traits that I have and like these mental battles that I'll be having mm-hmm. within myself. Like I really have to overcome that. Um, I know my family, like my cousin, he's he really wants to be involved with what I'm doing. He's like, I'm so proud of you. And like everybody be saying like, they so proud of me. And like, I don't understand how much... Um, like how impactful that it's being like and things like that. But I really don't like, I really don't understand the value of how much I can bring to the table. And I really don't understand like how much that I am doing. Like, I don't really understand. Like it doesn't resonate with me. It's not going to resonate with you. Yeah. It's not going to make sense to you at all. You're just going to have to keep going. Yeah. Cause the more you grow, Mm -hmm. the more you start understanding it. Yeah. And the more that, you will really understand why you went through this to get to that. Right. So it's like, you don't, it's like you said something very powerful. You've helped me mm-hmm. in setting boundaries. And you, right. I don't know if you know, I think we talked about it last time. Yeah, we did. We were on our team we call. We could get into that too. Yeah, because um, I, I do want to get into that. Yeah. We were on a team call and Dave asked you like, yo, Trey, can you do X, Y, and Z? And you're like, no. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang. No, <laughs> <laughs> but that was when I was just getting into it. I'm yeah. still learning. Like I still have those hiccups where like I am saying yes to way too many things and mm-hmm. I'm overextending myself. And it's okay to say no to things when you feel like people are asking for you for way too much because yeah. people will. And if you allow them to, they'll keep doing it and they'll keep doing it. And it, it, the more you say yes, it's going to be harder for you to break out of those positions where you have to like stick to what you already said yes to or approved to. So that's what I'm learning, like setting boundaries. Um, you can't overextend yourself because people will just keep taking from you until you have nothing left. And now like you're the one going through stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I like in my business, what I've been learning, like I have to, I can't, when I was, when I first started my business, I didn't have no boundaries. I was letting people text me at two in the morning and I would hop on eight orders and different things like that. But now like, it's kind of hard to get out of that because they remember when I was accepting orders at two in the morning. Now I have these business hours and now I want you to pay me before I even do work. And now I want you to respect me. You're not going to talk to me any kind of way because I'm still a human and I'm going to respect you and I want you to respect me as well. So I'm just learning those different things and I'm like going back and forth with it. Sometimes I'm on a good path. Sometimes I'm not. So yeah, that's what I'm working on. I need to work on a lot. (laughs) It feels good, don't it? Yeah. It feels so good. Like my boundary now is I don't take any calls after 10 o'clock. Mm. I don't do any work after 10 o'clock. I remember it was 9 o'clock yeah. and I even thought it, when you set that boundary <laughs> and you was like, um, I don't 
really like when people text me after nine o'clock. It was after nine. And I think it was, um, no, it wasn't after nine. It was like 845. I'm like, dang, should I really text them mm-hmm. to see? Cause that's- it's not certain people. I like, you gotta be within my close circle. Like you, right. I will respond because like, you're not somebody who's all the time. Right. Need something. So yeah. like you hit me up. It's like, Oh, Trey must need something real quick. I can mm-hmm. knock it out for you. Cause like any task that you've asked me for, it doesn't take a lot. Right. So it's like for certain people, I'll respond, but mm-hmm. it's just for like certain things. I just won't respond to like people randomly text my phone. And I tell you, yo, like this is the time you need to hit me up. Right. Or it won't happen till the next day. Yeah. Like yesterday, some dude hit me up and he's texting the wrong number and I didn't respond. Yeah. I told you literally this is the number you can call me on. Now, I don't know how you got my personal number. I, yeah. Google failed me. Because <laughs> I called him a Google number, and then some reason he got into my personal number. I don't know what happened. Yeah. And I'm texting him from the Google number, like, yo, this number, he just continues to text my personal number. I'm, not, I'm ignoring you. Right. Those, like, that's the boundaries. Like, it's like, and you're sticking to it. Like, I, I tell you, boundaries hurt. They do. Boundaries hurt when you've been that person for so long. I'm 34. Yeah. You're 18. Yeah. And it's like, when you've been the same person over and over and doing the same thing over and over and like, you know, allowing person to person to come in and now you got to shut them off. Mm-hmm. How does that feel to you? Um, it hurts me a lot. I feel like I'm an empath. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times, like even raising my prices, um, that's something that Dave and like the team helped me with. They like, yo, you need to raise your prices because what you're doing, like you're not getting paid much. And you even said that you was like, that's not even nothing to what you're doing like you're working you're all working these hours dope. And, and like I look at your prices and I'm like yo yeah <laughs> <laughs> they were like like everybody to- told me that and I was like it really hurt me because like some people they want me to just stay in that position I can't in yeah, order for me to move forward like I can't do that then. yeah that's I'm not gonna like, mention your prices. Like, online. Are they still the same? No, they're not. Okay, cool. And I don't even want people like even I tell people now like I don't want, when you refer somebody to me, don't tell them my price because you don't know if it changes or not. Exactly. Don't tell them yeah, I, my price mm-hmm. at all. Like just say this is the person that you could work with. He's real dope and all of that, but don't mention a price. It's no yeah, reason to. Yeah. So <laughs> while we're talking about the price, um, let's talk about your old prices mm-hmm. and what they were and what it caused you. I think your old prices may have caused part of your traumas. They did. Because it's like, you had some work on your website for like $10, I think it was. Yeah. What was the, what was the $10? No, before that, it was $8. $8 for before what? that, $8 for a thumbnail. For a thumbnail. And it was, six, before that, it was six, it was five and six dollars. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. like, I was just, I was only thinking to stay in that lane, like right. $8 and that's it. Like, that's the highest I can go. And I was putting myself in a box. Why do you, why do you feel that you need, that was your worth? Because I've seen your work. Yeah. Your work is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Like it's you look like your work looks like you've had years. And I only been doing graphic design, I would say for two years. It's going on two years now. So twenty nineteen and December I started learning graphic design. I was terrible. I have the pictures in my phone mm-hmm. from when I first started and it was not all that good. Oh um, man, you can <laughs> you can run this whole graphics business up yeah. to the point where you ain't even got to touch the business. And that's what I, I, I told my mom. Like, when I was getting my hair braided, I was like, bro, like, I just work so much. And it's, like, to a point where I know I don't have to do this. But it's, like, mm-hmm. that's why I said, like, I've been reflecting. Like, I noticed that I need to change. Yeah. And if I want to be a leader, like, I have to really start moving as a leader. Because mm-hmm. if I slack in my business and I have like ha- like half do it yeah. do it 50 percent. 
how would I expect or how would I have the expectation for the people that I hire and delegate the work to? How mm-hmm. would I have that expectation for them to work at a full their full capacity? If that makes sense, like, yeah. So I'm I'm just learning. Like I I was telling my mom when I was getting my hair braided, I was like, by I think it was October 13th, mm-hmm. whichever day it was. I was just like, and today is the 16th. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to be in the same position October 13th, 2022. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to be working so much to the point I don't spend time with my family. I don't even spend time with myself because <laughs> you just so work focus on work. Yeah, like it's everything is work. Like. I even like I'd be feeling bad because even I went to a friend's birthday. No. Yeah. Her birthday party or I think it was her graduation party. I let I was only there for like 30 minutes and then I had to go and I didn't have to. But I went in the car to start working and then I left early because I had to work. <laughs> yeah, cause you were working at um the rooftop party we had. Yeah. And remember, I told you like Christina, she was like, listen, like. Put the laptop away for a minute. Like you're missing opportunities. People in here who can, who you can really start working with. Yeah, and you're out here just working. Like, so why do you want to work so much, Trey? <laughs> I, I mean, don't know. I, Remember, I told you I was like, it's just I don't know. We got to get down to this. <laughs> why do you want to? I get it because there's so much that you want out of life. Yeah, there's so much that you aspire to have, and mm-hmm. you don't have to do all of that right now. Yeah, like you have. This is the time where at 18, when you turn mm-hmm. 19, um, March 28th. I almost forgot my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you work so much. Yeah, <laughs> this is the time where, and I don't want you to take this and use it however it works for you. Yeah, like I, that's what I tell people when I give advice or I tell you know I give some advice whatever mm-hmm. take it and use it how it works for you I think sometimes people right. take advice verbatim and like oh well you know so and so say I should do this so this is how I'm doing it but it doesn't work for you that way in this past like after meeting everyone David yeah. the network he has the team mm-hmm. all of that like I'm getting so many opinions and I have to really how to filter them joints yeah out. I have to filter because like mm-hmm. sometimes somebody will say this but then the next person cancel out what that other person yeah. says so it's yeah. like I really have to now filter what the information or the advice that is given to me because yeah. I can't work or operate the same way everybody is telling me to do so here's a word of advice for you if you didn't ask for their opinion it don't matter <laughs> I'm so okay. serious like I'm giving you everything that I'm learning as I go because I see myself in you Fear of loss, fear of, you know, not having enough, fear of, you know, if I don't work, I won't see tomorrow. Right. And it's just like people's opinions, they matter to what I say. Let's say you're an empath, I'm an empath. And you got to realize that who you are is who you are. Right. Who you were isn't who you are today. Who you're going to be isn't who you are today. And you got to learn to filter out everyone's emotions that they try to put on you, filter out, you know, how they try to control you, filter out how they try to talk to you, filter out how, you know, they try to advise you in doing things. Right. And I feel like that's the limbo you're in right now because I've been in that limbo and I'm kind of still in that limbo as far as like, you know, going to people for advice when I know I got the answer. Um, When I went to Florida with Dave, mm-hmm. we interviewed a guy named um, Dan Henry and he said something very, very profound. He was like, when it comes to making decisions, we already know the answer. The answer. Yeah. It's just we're not securing ourselves and our answers that we don't know exactly how to, like, you know, follow through on that answer. Right. So it's like the answer is no. We got to figure out, okay, well, how do I tell that person no? But we know like... Yeah, like it's just that (laughs) simple. And like sometimes I'll be overthinking it and it's like you kind of feel like they're going to attack you or Mm -hmm. like they're going to say something. I don't know. Or you're going to lose something. Yeah, like you're going to lose something. Like when I say no, I'll be so anxious. Like my Mm -hmm. anxiety go up like real high. I'll be like, dang, I just said no to this person. Now what's going to happen? Like are they going to stop working with me? But then also another thing that I realized, like I had to realize why do I'm still 
still trying to realize why do some clients like they only want to work with me like just only me you like the they sauce, don't want to yeah like they don't want to work with nobody you else think about it it's just this once you start working with somebody you've gotten comfortable with them it's like and then i give my graphics so i say trade trade do my graphics for me and then i you raise the price on me right because that's just what you do can't argue it that's your price your price that joke yesterday's price it's not today's <laughs> price i've been thinking about that and like even <laughs> i'll be when donnie she was like sometimes i had that energy and sometimes yeah. i don't i don't know if you remember at the last content creation boot camp mm-hmm. donnie was like if you like when you post on your social media post on your social media own it like it's yours like yeah. act like as if it's your home your base and post it sometimes i'll post things on how i feel it was this one post i saw you may use i'm the nicest person but also like I, it was something along those lines mm-hmm. but like i'll post stuff like that and then i'll delete it because i don't want to offend anybody but no, it's like this is my page yeah, like i don't have you to can, you fit the follow button right you, you that means you walk in my room i didn't say hey come into my room i'm gonna yeah. do this way yeah so that's what i gotta realize like mm-hmm. i gotta start being more confident on owning the yeah. things that i do like if i say mm-hmm. what i said then that's what i said like, yeah you said what you said <laughs> whoever said that joint but yeah like just let it be man yeah let it be i'm really learning and i've been reflecting a lot like now you're in a great very he- a great heavily space. and we didn't even touch on like in 20 20- Oh, we do? <laughs> okay, cool. So plenty in 2019, like, remember we talked about how I had went through depression and mm-hmm. I didn't really understand what it was. Do you understand now? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about I it. I understand that it was just me. Well, dang, I really don't understand because <laughs> I'm still trying to what like- do you feel like you understand about depression or even just you, not even depression itself, but let's call it Trey's depression. What do you feel like okay, you cool. about Trey's depression? Not because depression is there's so many levels to depression. There's generalized depression. There's mm-hmm. high functioning depression, which I have. Right. There's you know severe depression. Mm-hmm. There's so many like depression is just so. I feel like right now I'm man. like at a high function. Before okay. I was, you understand high functioning depression? Yes. Okay, what, so what that's is more it? so like working through it, but you still going through yeah, your yeah, own crash. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do that a lot, especially mm-hmm. at home. Excuse me. Um, especially at home, um, I do that a lot. And like in Atlanta, I'll be so happy and like mm-hmm. upbeat because everybody is around. The energy, yeah. Yeah, like the energy is like everybody's speaking into you and like pouring into you. And then you have like your connections and like you able to talk with people, get in a room with people and really get to a more level-headed space. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas at home, it's just me and like my parents, my brother, my dog. I got a dog now. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah, like at home, I just kind of be going through my own thing. And like, I feel like I'm at a high level, like function. I function through my depression as far as like, I still be working and still going mm. through stuff. Um, Sometimes I may slack where like, I feel like I don't want to talk to anybody. Um, And we already discussed, discussed that. Um, But yeah, so in 2019, I feel like it was more so just me holding everything in already on top of what I was going through mm-hmm. and the trauma as a kid. Now I'm facing these new challenges where I'm in, I'm doing <laughs> YouTube. I have to do school um, and like just so many things going on. You just holding everything in. And yeah. so like that really puts you to a point where like you just feel by yourself because you're not mm-hmm. saying anything and you feel as though you don't have to, like, like you don't have nobody to speak to. So yeah. that's what I was going through in 2019 as far as like, um, it was just, me just going through my own challenges as I am right now, but I'm functioning at a high level of it. Um, and I know uh, I'm very self-aware and I, I feel like I'm wise beyond my years. Um, uh, you if, definitely are. <laughs> yeah, like it takes, and it, it didn't, it wasn't just my parents. It wasn't just my stepdad and my mother. It was like my family. <laughs> like I was always around my family, um, my grandmother, my aunt. My aunts, I stayed at their house. I stayed at um, my grandfather, my mom, she 
like like you see where the pattern goes. Mm-hmm. Like my mom, she was taking care of my grandfather. Uh, my grandmother, she passed before I was even born. So it, it was just him um, and his his kids, but they're all grown. So he didn't have to worry about that. But my mom, she moved in with him um, and like she took care of him and she took care of me and like she was just a single mother. And then my father came, my stepfather came into the picture, which I consider him my father. Like he'd been in my life since I was two. So I call him father. Um, that's who raised me that's who installed like business into me and like I said he gonna be like you talking too much because he was like (laughs) he he was in the music industry so Uh he knows stuff about like business and like you know he's the one who showed me like you can do whatever you want you don't gotta work for nobody like he showed me that with entrepreneurship and like I'm learning my own things um with entrepreneurship and dabbling in the into different things with entrepreneurship. So he knows about the business side and different things like that. Um, and the reason why he stepped away from music is because like, you know, just he didn't want to be in that that mm-hmm. limelight. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. just wanted to be with his family, see us, seeing me and my stepbrother grow up and when my little brother came, um, was born. So yeah, that, and then my mom, she was like more the nurturing, nurturer. Like that's what all moms do. She was instilling like, don't walk out the house looking crazy. Like yeah. always keep yourself up to par. Um, and just like, don't ruin your character. Like those, that's what she instilled into me. So them two together, along with my aunts, my grandmother, my cousins, like I was, it was, it took a village to get, like be the person that I am. So I'm just learning different things and I'm having my own different things that I have to face. Um, with, depression that was something that I had to face and then eventually when my parents called in like they were like you could talk to me um and I had many times where like I just like crash like yeah, you just yeah. crash and you go through your own things and like you start crying and you telling mm-hmm. them everything and I feel like I haven't fully told them everything um but yeah so that's what 2019 consisted of just depression trauma of things that I was already going through and then like you know I feel like I'm that one friend that like holds, like pour into everybody. But when it's your time and when it's your time to share your feelings, like you just, everybody else don't really want to listen. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm that friend that hold everybody up and like listen to them, listen to their feelings, try to help everybody. But I I realize you can't save everyone. So that's what I'm learning too. Um, And like, yeah, I'm just learning different things in business and my personal life. Yeah, because they all intertwine regardless. Like you can... You can try to step into this business world, into this entrepreneurship world, whenever you want to. Right. If you don't take care of what you're going through, mm-hmm. it's going to filter into your business. That's why I said hill before you start a yeah, business or yeah. even while you're in your business, which is what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. So um, that was I, when I was in the shower, I was like, I'm going to make sure I say this no, on the podcast. <laughs> like, it's a bar. I'm going to say this on the podcast. So, yeah, like. Nah, man, you dropping crazy bars. Yeah, it's just <clears> like <throat> this. I know next year. So this year I graduated June and like next year is going to be my first year out of school. I don't have to focus on school. It's really just entrepreneurship yeah. and growing as a person um I want to work on like emotional intelligence and different things like that I want to step away like you said I don't have to do everything that I'm doing in my graphic design business I don't have to overwork myself I can start building a team and you can't do everything alone that's what I had to realize like before I was trying to do everything alone like I have to be the one to work I have to be the one to handle customer service and all that when really I can build a team who can do that for me and so 
I can be the leader and, you know, work on other things in the business like promotion and different things like that. So, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about your YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. So you got a YouTube channel that you've had for... Um, I would say roughly three years now. And what do you, like, what is, what are you all, like, what's all on your t channel, like, kind of things you do or talk about? Yeah, so, um, with my YouTube channel, it was called, it's called Royal Travion. Um, and with my YouTube channel, I do, like, I did, like, pranks, challenges, entertainment, videos, um, skits, different things like that. Um, and I was in high school at the time. So I had took a break from it. Um, I haven't been on, on there in a year, but I have recently post, like, uh, updated video i'm not sure if you saw it but i have posted i i'm always gonna promote myself no matter what so i made the thumbnail edit the video yeah i edited the video and all of that and i was like this is gonna be promotion but then at that same time i started slowing down because like i'm yeah. like dang like now here we go again i'm, taking <laughs> I'm back to, at it yeah i'm like back backpedaling now and like now i'm overthinking and different things like that and i'm trying to learn so yeah on my channel um i was doing pranks and stuff on my mom mm -hmm. one of my biggest videos was a video i did in high school it was called the wave check video where mm -hmm. basically they just take off their do-rag and show their waves um that's currently at like 1.9 million views Hold up. are you getting a bag from youtube um it's a small bag right now because you have to keep up that anticipation on your channel meaning you have to keep posting the different things like that. So some months, um, last month I got paid like a hundred dollars, I believe, but that's still something. But at the yeah, same time, like you got almost 60 K subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> and like, um, yeah, before I was getting a bag on YouTube, but now I get the bag on graphic with graphic design. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and yeah, like with graphic design, when I do start creating a team and stuff, I would like to get back on my channel. But the reason why I haven't been on my channel is because of what I'm personally have been going through. And also, mm -hmm. I don't want to do the same thing that I was doing doing on YouTube. I feel like I've grown from that. So this wave check video right here, mm -hmm. you got 1.9 million views two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> what did that bring you? Um, the green so I'm going to be honest. I think I told you this last time. So I got paid for the first few views. But after that, um, they lied and said like it was I had somebody else's footage in there. And mm -hmm. so I didn't get paid because then the person won the copyright claim. And so I haven't got paid for nothing else on that video. Somebody said that you took their footage. Clip. Yeah. Cause it had it's like little memes in there, but it wasn't the person who meme it actually was. They just showed like fake proof, if that makes sense. Cause you have to screenshot where your clip is and how long ago you had it, mm -hmm. and where the person has it in a YouTube channel and when they posted it. So yeah, they won the claim and like it's they get paid from that video. <laughs> what? But at the same time, that's the sacrifice you gotta take with YouTube sometimes. Um, so wait, 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 you put all this hard work and effort into this video right here that has 1.9 video. videos, edit all this stuff, YouTube. It took me hours to edit that. And the bag goes to them. Yeah. Every the, time. The so ads, everything. Me watching this, let me stop watching it then. <laughs> <laughs> so every time somebody watches this video, yeah. the check goes to them and it skips over you. Yeah. How does that feel? Um, it don't really feel any kind of How way. How did it feel? It felt, I don't know. It felt like real, like at the moment, a waste of time yeah. at, in a way. Cause it was like, dang, like I just put all this work in. I was really consistent on my channel at the time. So it was like, I put all this work in, like I'm getting all these views and different mm -hmm. things on my channel. Yeah. And then now somebody else is making a bag off of me. Right. Like <laughs> I'd be pissed. Yeah. I was pissed. But at the same time, like I said, like you got to take certain sacrifices on YouTube because it's, 
do you want to get paid or do you want the audience and want to build up like that? Um, I don't know how to say it. Like, do you want to build up that um, image, if that makes sense? But I mean, I feel like, I feel like it helps. I don't know. Should I like the video? You should. Because it, it, at the same time, it brings them what it does on YouTube. It brings them to my channel and they're able to see my other videos that I do get. Paid so it's for. like, even though that you don't get paid for this, it still brings attention. To yeah, that's what page. I was trying to say. Yeah. OK, OK. okay. And now those are some of the sacrifices you have to take. Like uh, some people, they have reaction channels mm -hmm. and they do reactions and then somebody copyright the video. It, they may have a lot of views on it, but at the yeah. same time, you still got people going on your channel and watching other things. So it's wow. like you pick and choose what you want to do. I could have took the video down and re-uploaded it, but um, I just didn't want to take that chance. Yeah, that's, that's um, a big risk. That's but I know like in the future, I'm going to definitely have more videos that got way more than 2 million views. So what, so, do, you wanna, so what do you want your YouTube channel to look like now? Because um, I just started one. Mm-hmm. With the podcast, of course. Right. And then also want to do a vlog, just kind of like a day in the life of what I do and just kind of like motivating people. What do you want your new channel to, like, not your new channel, but the the new growth, new growth of, yeah. you know, Royal Travion to look like? Right. So I've been like kind of trying to figure that out because sometimes when I do record, I have recorded many videos over the past year since I took a break. I have recorded many videos and it's like I'm trying to act like that person that mm -hmm. I once was like just always goofy and different things like that. But I want to show versatility on my channel. Like it don't have to be all entertainment because I feel like if you're going to lead somebody and if you're going to have a platform, you need to be pouring back into those people and showing them your personal growth and mm -hmm. sharing with them what you going what you got going on. So I feel like I want to have a balance this time. I want to show like do vlogs like you say, um, do pranks and stuff. Still sometimes here and there, but at the same time, I want to start like a podcast and like you know tell them the stories that I'm telling right now and showing them how I'm growing each and every day when I get 19, 20, 21, and yeah older. Nah, so yeah, it's like, yeah, for sure. That's like a well-balanced, I feel like that's a well-balanced life to show the world. Right. And that's what I try for my social media to be, for my vlog to be. It's like a well-balanced life where it's just, at one moment, people just thought, Joe, all you do is work, 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 right. work, work, like you said. Yeah. And then I was like, dang, like, all I do is just post work. So like, yeah. I just try to switch it up. And it's not because like what they said, it's just more so like, I want people to know, like, you know, there's more to life than just work. Mm -hmm. You can... Be goofy. Yeah. You can be silly. You can be serious. Mm -hmm. You can be about your business. Right. There's so much versatility to who we are as human beings. Right. But it's just for some reason, we just want to show one part of our lives. The, the image that seems like as if it's the best image. Yeah. So that's another thing that I, why I step away from my Instagram sometimes, because sometimes I feel like I'm not connecting with my followers. I'm just really just throwing stuff at them like mm. support my business and different things like that so like that's what i want to work on and like you said like entrepreneurship is not easy at all like you <laughs> you have to figure out your your lane and like the things that you need to work on and it's not all glitz and glam like it's not all like oh i get paid every single day and different things like that these are you go through real things and you actually put in more work than you are if you were to work just a nine to five and different things like that, you're always working on your business and you always trying to figure out ways to elevate and different things like that. So on my channel um, and on my social media as a whole, I would like to be more diverse and show more versatility. Like if I'm going through some show that you don't got to show everything, but you can show like just a glimpse 
and give people that idea. Um, and I would just be watching different people like um, Mahadi Woodard. I think that's how you say his name. Him, Donnie, um, David, like just different people. They have fun with their brand and like they show people they personalize and they business and they work real, real hard. So that's those are the people that like I admire as entrepreneurs and different things like that. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I need I need a lot. I have a lot to work on. <laughs> you do. Yeah. But you don't. Yeah. I feel like it's there. You just got to welcome it. Mm-hmm. Like you got to welcome the adversity and welcome this new life that you're walking into. You got to welcome these new people that you're going to have. I think mm-hmm. I think what you got to work on is that fear of loss. Right. I think you don't want to. I believe you don't want to. And this, that's just human nature. And is we want to welcome in adversity. We want to welcome in the pain, but we don't want to welcome in the thing that we fear the most mm, right <laughs> it's, it's like, like you kind of try to like cover it up yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got to mask it up and i just you, just you just gotta get over that point man yeah and through when you start your therapy consistently man you're going to get to a point where it should start making sense and you start getting through the motions and you just stop caring about what people say and what people think right and you, you definitely <clears throat> gonna stop caring about that and that's exactly why like I I don't want to keep putting a delay on things. Like I feel like you, it's gonna cost me way more to be in the same position that I am next year, mm. rather than moving and growing through the growing pains of life. So yeah, I I know that. Like you said, like I gotta work on that fear of loss, and I gotta work on like just per- personal growth as a whole, and like things will be okay. Like everything yeah. is already set in place. It's just I have to overcome certain obstacles, That's and it. I know I can. So I know, I know you absolutely can. <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely you can absolutely Lucy absolutely <laughs> I can't even talk yeah but yeah you can absolutely do it man mm-hmm. it's just really like you said just doing it yeah and when it comes I've gotten to the point now where I just I'm I'm loosening the procrastination spirit that kind of like hovers over me right because I feel like you said you feel like we got time oh I can do it tomorrow I can do it next week and yeah I realize. The more I put things off, the higher my anxiety goes. Right. I've been, my anxiety's been crazy for the past, like, month. Yeah, September, it was crazy for Bruh. me. <laughs> Every single day, like, and then even after the all-white affair and different things like that, you know, David, David, he has, he had a conversation with me, like, yo, like, you need to pick up your slack. And so, like, different things like that, like, I like being transparent transparent and showing the things that I do make mistakes on because a lot of people they come to me and say like oh you got it all together and it's like no I don't don't. (laughs) like behind everything that you see me doing and what I show you like I really have things that I I'm trying to grow from so yeah like you know um when I said no to David that was a good a good action to take um, and then even the next month in September, when he talked to me, he was like, yo, like you need to pull it together. And like, you have to focus on the priorities of things. And sometimes I feel like I'm just doing a bunch of things, but I'm not doing what's most important. Mm. Um, so I can be working, working, working all day, but like, I didn't really get the important stuff done because I'm just have my hands every single where. So that's where I've been realizing like you need to raise. That's what comes with raising your prices and stuff because that'll block out the people who are not really serious about working with you. They yeah. kind of just want to like waste time and like they don't really know what they want. And we both can't know what we <laughs> we want. Like <laughs> yeah, you got to know something yeah, that way yeah. I can come up with something. Like so, yeah, I've been 
realizing that. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Um, you just said a lot. Yeah, I don't know if you realized. Last time it, it was like. A surface level, but this time it was like real deep. Yeah, I feel like you definitely got deep, man. I'm um I'm glad the footage messed up. Yeah, I'm <laughs> glad it messed up too, because when and I said it, yeah, even I, like um I realized in the beginning I didn't say my name where I was. Um my name, my age, my business, I didn't say none of that in the beginning of the last podcast. And also I forgot to mention I'm from Jersey City, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. So well, I then got everything off the table. Nah, I feel, yeah, I think you got a lot off your chest, man. And I just that's what I want this podcast to be, man. It's just like I want it to be something like therapy. Mm -hmm. Where you come and you just release it all because I feel like a lot of us we have a story to tell. Right. We feel like it may not be as impactful. Like I said, you're eighteen years old, you fall like, I'm eighteen, what I got yeah. to do now. You don't realize how many people you, you're gonna affect and help mm -hmm. with your story. Yeah. And so you helped me and I'm a thirty four year old man. Yeah. You taught me something I should have been though. <laughs> But it's just, nah, man, we all got a story to tell. We all have something in us regardless of what part of life we're in. Mm -hmm. There's like a slew of 18-year-olds out there who, man, who just need to hear what you just said. Right. There's a slew of 34-year-olds out there who just need to hear what you said. 50-year-olds, mm -hmm. 60-year-olds, man. So just don't, don't despise where you are in life. Right, or belittle it. Yeah, don't belittle your youth because God is giving you a gift. Right. To be who you are, mm -hmm. and it, he also gifted you to go through the trials and tribulations, right? And you, you've gone through them, and you're gonna go through more. Yeah, and I feel like you're gonna know how to handle them when they come. Like, yeah, like them. I'm not gonna just stop. Yeah, and yeah. Like, Back away from people. I'm going to keep going, communicate with people and different things like that. Also, two more things. Like, I realized you can't get distracted by the shiny objects that come along during the path. <laughs> like, you can't get distracted. Also, like, in business, like, there's a difference between, I think I was watching 19 Keys yesterday. And he said this. He was saying, like, there's a difference between, like, clients and customers. A customer is, like, someone who just comes to you one time, make that transaction, and y'all don't build a relationship. But a client is like somebody that you build a relationship with. You know who they are. They know who you are. And like, you know, um, like they make, they come to you consistently. And that's, mm -hmm. I have a lot of clients and then I have customers, but I didn't know how to separate the two. Um, and I know that in business, like you have to, that's what comes with being versatile and like being diverse in your business you have to show who you are you can't just expect these people to make transaction right. transactions with you and they can't trust you right. and they can't um connect with you they don't know who you are they just know the brand mm -hmm. so you got to really get deep into yourself and that's why i need to find more who i am and hill and different things like that <laughs> speaking of healing <laughs> do a quick commercial break listen all right cool this episode is sponsored by the emboldened institute where we are helping you people, not you people, that sounds horrible. <laughs> we help people like myself and like Trey who've gone through traumatic situations in life. And what I do is I have this app on my phone where I like to just text people and mm -hmm. just really just talk to them through something healing. Yeah. I just send out texts. Like today's morning, I just said, yo, rest. Right. Is that the um the community mm -hmm. thing? I need you yeah. to help me with that. I feel I like you. that'll be a way to connect with my Definitely. people more. Definitely. Like, community <laughs> is dope. Um, people have to subscribe, so it's not like you got to like put people's numbers in there. They just subscribe to your um number, and you just text and them. I just text them like you know 
what's up? How, how I'm feeling today? You know, today's a, a or you know, I'm going through a rough patch. Right. But the way to get through that rough patch is really acknowledging where you are, taking some time to just kind of just break from life. Right. And just simple stuff like that, because I just really enjoy helping people. I really enjoy helping people get through these adverse moments. So mm-hmm. the Embolden Institute, you can just text me. My number is 404. I'm already signed up. <laughs> My man, appreciate you. 476-6780. That's 404-476-6780. You can text me. I text you back. You will get an automated message as your first message. Kind of walk me into the community. And after that, you're talking to me. You're not talking to an assistant, no robots, no nothing. And we're just really just trying to help people come, you know, get over those traumatic situations that they've gone through in life and really help you not get over it, but get through it. And that's what the Emboldened Institute is about. Trey, man, close us out with something. I mean, you've said enough, but if you got five more seconds in you that you can close out, what would you say to somebody your age and somebody twice your age? I would say somebody twice your age and somebody my age, you can reinvent yourself at any moment in time. So when you ready, that's when it's time to go full force and Mm. keep going. And like, you got to Stay focused on that and you can't get distracted by shiny objects. Like I said, like want to reinvent yourself when you want to grow, you feel like it's time. That's when it's time to do it. Yeah. You can't sit there and overthink it or nothing like that. You got to keep going. It's time. It's showtime. <laughs> well, folks, there you have it. I couldn't have said it no better. Yeah. Listen, you have tuned into another episode of Living Blessed, the podcast. And Trey, you just gave me a new tagline. What? It's something like therapy. So this is Living Blessed, the podcast where it's something like therapy. We are out. Peace.